Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast, which we're recording straight after our defence of the League Cup came to a disappointing end at Man City. We scored a couple of goals, should have had at least a couple more, but we could easily have conceded twice as many as the three we did let in. I'm Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk, and I'm joined tonight by Julian Richards and Ian Brown. Okay then, boys. Uh, I, I'm, I'll let you start it off because I'm still not sure how I feel about that tonight. I don't want to overreact, so I want to listen to, to your thoughts on it. Uh, Brownie, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, my first thought, to be honest with you, is I'm just made up proper footballs back. Um, the game was mental, wasn't it? It was absolutely mad. Like I've sat and watched all the World Cup, so it's been a month of football, which is always good, you know, when you've got like four games a day and you're sitting there binge watching it. But you forget the difference in quality between what we've watched for the month and then that. I mean, within a minute, uh, Haaland should have scored. Then Nunes is at the other end running through. And the way the teams played, it was just completely different to anything I've watched for weeks. You've you've seen like games where it's just all cagey and you've got full-backs who aren't really wanting to go over the halfway line and shit house managers. And then suddenly you're just reminded of these two managers and the way they set their teams up. And they're just going at each other hell for leather. So my first thought watching the game was I'm fucking made up its back. Now there's going to be a load of other stuff to talk about, about why maybe we won't be made up that it's back. But just in general, I was just delighted to watch proper football again. In terms of the game, I think I'm probably not as down on it as, as you might be. Um, I saw encouraging signs mainly to do with the legs because if you think about the first half of the season the, the biggest theme coming from that was we were just running out of gas too early weren't we whereas the longer that game went on I just felt like we got more control and we looked like we were going to force an equaliser I thought we were going to to be honest did as it went really? on and we were pushing yeah I did uh, I, I fancied I us too and we created the chances too we just didn't take them that was the the big thing obviously Darwin we're going to speak about him no doubt because when yeah. you get that many guilt-edged chances and your job in the team is to put the ball in the back of the net. You know, you come with a reputation of somebody who doesn't need loads of chances to score goals. He's got to take at least one of them. At least hit the target. The worst thing about it is he's just screwing them all wide. Um, all, all three, identical. Yeah, exactly the same. the same way. Yeah, and that, that's one of the big things to come out of it. Also, defensively, we'll get on to talk about that, no doubt, as well, because we just give away shit goals, don't we, all the time, and it doesn't look like yeah. that's changed. But you have to temper all of that with the fact that you're playing the hardest game that you can possibly play in the season. Man City away is just the hardest game. And after the first 10 or 15 minutes, I thought, uh-oh, we're going to get well, humped yeah. here. I thought we were going to get humped, but mm. we actually did come back into the game and we, we hate them a lot. If you Just look at how many chances we created. Yeah, they've created loads as well, but it was one of those games, wasn't it? At least we were there punching with them, which I don't think in the first half of the season we would have been able to put in a performance like that. So that's a, that's why I'm a little bit encouraged, but there are also still concerns there, no doubt about it. It'll become clear in the next few weeks where we are, won't it? Yeah. Jules? Uh, I'm not really that encouraged. I feel like the second half of the season is going to be mostly like the first half of the season where you're going to see um, occasions where we look like the team when we were on our apex, but you're mostly going to see defensive lapses, um, just a general lack of solidity at the back and in midfield. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't feel like we were going to get. They scored, but I never felt like we were going to get overwhelmed for some reason. But I also never felt like we were going to win. If that makes sense, I, I didn't. 
it was a, it was a strange game, and you know, Brown was talking about there that we we sort of had our chances. We did, but I think City had double the chances and double the shots on, or, or quadruple the shots on target that we did. So we we sort of well, hung with them. We did that, the target. Yeah, but, yes, but we we hung with them. But then that wasn't City's full team. <laughs> yeah, there was there was uh, mm-hmm. Haaland and there was De Bruyne. Mares doesn't play from the you know isn't a starter. Um, their defense wasn't wasn't their first defense, first choice defense. Their midfield, what was it, Rodri and um, I forget now. It happened an hour ago. I can't remember. But it didn't. That didn't. That wasn't their full team, and they 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 still more than created enough chances to put us away. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about any of it. I'm I, I'm not glad football's back at all. I wish it would go away. I could do with I could do with a couple of months off it to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't mind the World Cup, despite uh, despite a really bad, you know, Wales picking their their best, their the worst time to put in their worst performances. But I didn't particularly mind it because I had no skin in the game. I didn't really care. Uh, once England were out, especially, I didn't really care who won it. I didn't really hold in any ill will against any of the players, you know, including Ronaldo or Messi. I just I didn't. I was just like, well, it's 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 sport to watch, and I have I have nothing to worry about. I have no no, no <laughs> grievances with them or anything like that. And then the, the the English football's back, and I don't think Cara helped tonight. Going on about like, oh, this is great. This is what we all want. This is what we're back for. This like he's comparing it to the World Cup final. It's like, mate, it's a Carabao Cup game on a Thursday night. I don't care who's playing in it. It's not got the prestige of the World Cup final. I don't really. It's, it's what a ludicrous thing to say. Um, I don't know. I just got real down on everything. The Diaz injury hasn't helped either. Yeah. Jota not coming back till at least February. And we've had five weeks off, six weeks off. And nothing, it doesn't seem like anything's really changed there. We still have defensive lapses. We're still getting injuries left, right and centre. There's no urgency or, or dynamism in the midfield. It's just going to be more of the same. And I just thought, I've got, I can't I can't be doing with this for another... And not we're going to be doing with it for another five months. But the games are going to be really condensed still because, again, there was six weeks of the season missing... I'll I'll say this though if this if this is what winter break gives you is um, players coming back and like falling over and missing missing Gilter's chances and I'm not I can't be asked if winter breaks either I'm not interested in that coming back just got a massive down you got me on the you've got the wrong person on for this and I've got a massive down on everything football related yeah I'm kind of in the middle I'm I'm not as bad as you but I'm, I didn't really see anything to be particularly optimistic about tonight uh, mainly because. Like I've got like there's two two things that concern me tonight, and one of them isn't like a concern really going beyond, the, you know, the next game really. If that could all turn around the next game, that's Darwin. I mean, he's the main reason we're out for me. You know, if he puts at least one of those away, we get to a penalty shootout. Maybe Kelleher does as usual, and we go through. If he puts two away, we probably win. So I just feel as though. The chances were not difficult, you know. That you've got to, you've got to do better. You've got to at least make the keeper work. And I don't know what was going on with him, but the first one when he's gone through, uh, well, I'd say the first one. The first one was in the first minute when when he, his shot got blocked. I mean, you know, that's he's not really done too much wrong there. But the one, the first one that he puts wide. How many times have we seen that where he's chasing onto a ball and like the the ball's bouncing, it sits up. And instinctively, he just fucking leathers it. Either foot, doesn't matter what side it's on. It's like, as soon as it sits up right for him, he just hits it. 
And that one sat up and I'm like, go on, hit it. And he didn't. He sort of hesitated and then he's like, oh, probably should have hit it then. I'm going to have to hit it now. And he wasn't set properly and he's just dragged it wide. I'm like, you know, that was proper shit. Then the next one comes across and not the easiest chance in the world, but he's not even hit it with his foot. It's come off his calf or his, his shin. I'm like, that's not good either. You know, if he'd have caught that well and the keeper saved it, it's like, okay, it's a relatively difficult chance to, to divert it into the corner. And if the keeper makes a save, then fine. But to do what he did was just shit. And then the third one, he wanted no part of that whatsoever when he's running through. The second he ran onto that ball, he's looking across, he's looking across, and he's thinking, who am I going to square it to? Who am I going to square it to? And he looks up and he goes, oh, it's Ox. And it's not really on anyway. Oh, shit, I'm going to have to shoot. And again, just like a pathetic shot, just fucking drags it well wide. And so that that's like that's a concern for tonight. I'm 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 not angry, I'm disappointed. You know, he's my boy and he's let me down there tonight. That was that was shocking. But at the same time, I feel as though the next game he might get those three chances and he might burst the net with all three. I think that's just what we're gonna have with him. He's gonna be like that, you know, there's gonna be like highs and lows with him. He's not gonna be like a, a consistently finishing these chances because I think it's a good thing that he had those chances because City couldn't deal with him. You know, he's he's running in behind, he's getting these chances. That's not easy to do, you know, so that's a good thing that he's still causing havoc, but you've got to you've just got to be better than that. Um but like I say, that could turn around in the next game, so it's not like a massive concern. The thing that does concern me is over like this like pre-season if you want to call it that. I've seen Linders a few times saying we had like uh, a lot of video sessions that was like, it sounded like he just basically put the players back to school. It's like, okay, you're going to have like your training sessions, but you're not just going to go off and have like your free time then. You're going to be in a classroom and you're going to watch videos and we're going to say, look, this is what you've been doing right and this is what you've been doing wrong uh, and just get back into that, like the, the, the mentality of like, you know, the, the pressing and where we need to be, the organisation, all of that side of things. And it, they've made a real point of going on about that. Uh, even yesterday uh, um, in in the press conference, he referenced it and saying about what a great camp we've had and, and, and how the training sessions were brilliant. And then we come out and we're fucking all over the place. There's gaps everywhere. City are just running through. And I don't necessarily even think that that changed much throughout the game. You know, I think City started off at like a really like high tempo and they were flying at us and, and, and it was they were coming out of small angles. We couldn't cope. We didn't know what was going on. Uh, that settled after about 15 minutes. But I think that's partly because City's tempo dropped a bit. And it, just, it we settled as well. You know, I think we, we did figure out some things. But how was Kevin De Bruyne getting the space that he was getting tonight? You know, if you're playing against them, the, the first thing that you're going to do is like, okay, look. Yeah. We can't let him have space. We, we've got to have people around him all the time. He had the fucking freedom of that pitch tonight. He was just popping up wherever he wanted, getting on the ball and, and playing passes through. And I'm like, how's that happening? You know, how are we going there and letting him do that? If somebody else beats you, that's fine. You know, that you, you run that risk. But you can't go there and just let Kevin De Bruyne just do what he wants. Yeah, you can't do it. And, we, and that was a concern tonight. I'm like, what have we been doing over these past few weeks? supposedly getting ourselves like to be horrible to play against, hard to beat. Well, that wasn't horrible to play against or hard to beat at all tonight. Now, we've made a game of it because we've always got that threat. You know, we've got goals in us. We've scored twice away at City. That's a good thing. Should have scored four, five even. 
based on chances, but how many could we have conceded? And not just like that, we've conceded three and they've had other chances. Do you know the thing that was like really alarming to me? Some of the chances that they had, it was like two or three players queuing up for it. Like even the goal, even like the winning goal, if Ake doesn't get that, there's another player behind him and I think there may even have been a third player behind him as well. And there was one when um, it was either De Bruyne or, or Haaland cut it back to Gundogan, I think it was. And if, if Gundogan wasn't there, they had two more players running onto it and none of our lads were there. I'm like, how is this happening? Like, sometimes, like, one man might get free and you're like, okay, you know, that can happen. But they were just queuing up for some, some of these chances. And I just don't know what was going on, like, the, the organisation of it. We were just, just wide open. And I'm not putting it on the back four either. I don't think it's, like, a specific back four problem. It's just a generic, the whole team defensively being wide open. I mean... Joel Matip was our best player by a fucking mile tonight. So it's like the defence is like, you know, we're letting in goals, but it's not specifically just because of the defenders. And also, by the way, Nat Phillips came on. I thought Nat Phillips was really good because I was worried about that. I thought, this is not ideal. He's coming on. He's up against Haaland. First, first like, couple of minutes he's on. He's got Haaland running at him. And, you know, he just makes that brilliant tackle. And some of his passing was a little bit ropey, but I think he did as much as we could have possibly expected from him. So the defense, as as like in terms of the back four, not specifically the problem. It's more the teams defending, and that worried me tonight because I just wondered what the fuck have we been doing for weeks? If we come out and, and there's just gaps everywhere, like that's the one thing that shouldn't be happening. And also as well, you know. Um, We've spoke about this before in like certain like big away games. I think the main one when we spoke about it was was a uh, was Napoli when we got battered there, and it's like why are we going to these places? And in the first couple of minutes, I think Arsenal away was another one, and we're going there and we're, we're passing it round at the back and just inviting pressure, and and giving them like encouragement to to push up on us, and we started doing that again tonight. I'm like look. I know that that's how you want to play, and that's fine. But at least wait till fifteen minutes are on the clock or something. And in the meantime, you've got like you've got a big lad up there. Just at least knock it up for Darwin, and then let's just try and play off that and not give them, you know, that encouragement to be like nicking the ball off us like thirty yards from goal. Uh, so that done me as in as well. But th- that's not the player's fault. That's like just the, the the tactical approach. I don't know why we can't just be a little bit more pragmatic in in those situations. But having said all that, was was there anything good? The fact that we carry a threat and, and we can score goals, yeah. I don't necessarily buy into what you're saying, Brownie, about us finishing stronger because I didn't think we did. I, I didn't think like we looked like we were going to equalise. Uh, I didn't think we, we looked particularly strong in the second half. Um, I, I'm, I'm struggling to take too many positives out of it. But going back to what Jill said about like not looking forward to the, the second half of the season... I was, I was like, I was well up for it, you know, when like training started again, I was like, yeah, this is what we needed, a complete reset, get the injured players back, and maybe like we can get a couple of signings in January, and that'll carry us through, and you know, we can get some momentum going, and then Diaz gets injured, and it's like he's out for three months, and I was like, no, fuck it, no, just fucking end the season now, (laughs) I've got no motivation for this now, because I was pinning it on like, well, we've got him coming back, and then Jota won't be too far behind, and it's like, no, he's out till March, and Jota's not back till February, I'm like, okay, so we're back to the the way it was before, where we've just got, yeah, well, what I was going to say, we've got like the same three strikers who we've now got to keep fit, even though they're playing twice a week 
for like the next fucking five months and and straight away you know we're actually one down because we're actually worse off than we were when it started you know when the break started because yeah. now we've lost Firmino as well and yeah you, you've got like Cater back but that means nothing to me I'm not taking anything from that you know and he's come on tonight and it's like what are your thoughts when he comes on you're not going oh yeah you know Naby might do something and this is not even a shot at him because I, I, there was nobody on the bench who I would have thought, oh yeah, well you know, he might do something. Maybe Ben Doak, but probably not not necessarily the uh, the, the game to be putting him in. I don't know, but you know, I, I just I don't know. And I don't think I can comment much on that because I thought the same about Ox and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's the goal, a, didn't he? That was I know, brilliant. I know I, that was brilliant, but he didn't do much after that. Like it was no. kind of a typical Ox performance after that. But the the part he played in the goal was brilliant, but. Ox is, is coming on playing in the front three, and I, I always say Ox in the front three is like, you know, he, he's he's like tits on a ball. It's, just, it's completely pointless. I, I, even in midfield, he's not really done much the, the last couple of seasons. But I do see him as like as a midfielder, and he can on his day do something. Playing in the front three, I just never feel like he's going to give us much. So that's not really his fault. It's just a total lack of options that we've got at the moment. Um, you know, Carvalho scored. I don't think he did anything else other than the goal. Thought yeah, he, he, he's not been good when he started games. To be fair, I mean, he's clearly a player there. He's really talented. What his position is, you know, God only knows where he's going to end up. But um, yeah, he's took the goal well. But I wasn't massively shocked he got subbed. I mean, I would have probably not done it at half time, like, but. Um, we're, we're just short on numbers, aren't we? Up front, I mean, we've we've got like Darwin and Mo now. That's it. We um, the, the problem is you can have a six, you know, a five week training camp, but the, some of the problems are personnel problems, and we haven't changed any personnel. And I have no confidence that we're going to buy anybody in January either. I don't. The whole situation with the behind the scenes of the club, something's going on, and I don't know what it is, but it is. It's not. It doesn't lead to us looking like a calm ship and i don't see how anyone's going to be spending you know the requisite amount on a midfielder whoever that might be in january to push the team forward i just don't i just don't see it you know to give a little bit of wider context this isn't this isn't isolated to liverpool this is happening over in boston as well with with the red Sox. they that team hasn't been good for they won the World Series in 2018, and since then, they fluctuated between awful and making the playoffs, but not really doing anything when they hit in the playoffs. And all they've managed to do in that time is, of the three players that were in that World Series team that they had developed through the farm system, that you thought these are going to be like the core pillars of the Red Sox for the next decade, two of them aren't there anymore because the, because the Red Sox... Say the FSG, whoever you want to say, they didn't want to pay them the money, and baseball is not, you know, you can tie someone down to a ten-year deal in baseball, and it'll still be okay because there are ways, there are ways and mechanics and of getting out of it if you need to, and they've just lost now. They lost. They they, they traded away Mookie Betts to the Dodgers for very little because his contract was expiring, and they went into this season with Xander Bogarts, who was in, in I think he was in the I think I'm sure Xander was in the, the the World Series team before that as well, the 2013 World Series. He's been around for a while. He's coming up to 30 now, but he's like the last couple of years he's been he's been excellent. He's safe glove, good you know, good to average bat, a, a core player. 
and they he was entering this season with an expiring contract. And I think last year, last summer, not the summer just gone, they offered him. I think it was ninety to a hundred million dollar contract. He just signed this summer with the San Diego Padres for a two north of two hundred and fifty million dollars. And the Red Sox were just unwilling to pay that. Unwilling, not paying that. He's gone, so he's left. And now they've only got they've got Rafael Devers now coming up to an expiring. And the, the the thought process is he will expire his contract expire, and he will test the waters in free agency. And when he dips his toe into those free agency waters, he's going to find they're as nice and warm as Bogarts did, and he will go. And you're talking about what this team should have. This, they've got enough money to be doing whatever they want, but they just they will not pay. They don't want to be paying. They, they are spooked by giving away some bad contracts about five or six years ago. We might be even ten years ago now. The Sandoval contract, and they they're spooked by that. We don't want to give bad. We can't give long a ten year contract because Bogart's got like a like an eight ten year contract. I can't remember. It was a ridiculously long contract, but it doesn't matter because you ultimately you're getting you're getting this guy for ten years. He, he's he, you know you're going to get value from him whether you trade him or whether you cancel the contract. Out, you know it's a bit more difficult on the NFL, but you can do it if you want to do it. You can get out of it. You'll be on the hook for it. But you're the Red Sox. You make a ton of money. It doesn't matter. But they're reluctant to spend money. And so I think I look at Liverpool and how Liverpool have been handled at the moment, and I sort of go. All right, well, you know, football's football's football, and you've got to wait for you know players. You know, everyone seems to think it's Bellingham. You've got to wait for a player. Okay, fine, that's going to happen at some point. And then I look at Boston, I look at the Red Sox, and I go, oh, I don't know. Actually, this is happening to two of their teams, including the one that they, they they're supposed to you know be really interested and engage with. Like, they they're not they're not making big splashy free agency signings. They don't their pitching staff is is, is creaky. Their their bullpen always needs a bit of work and. They're losing these homegrown players as well because they won't sign them to the high contracts. What are we doing here? I've got no confidence that. And then you look at Liverpool and you go, Michael Edwards is leaving. Oh, all right, fine, Michael Edwards is leaving. That's a bit of a blow. But you know, here comes the the anointed successor. Within a year, he's going and Gordon stepping back and the head of analysis or whatever is gone. Is leaving. <laughs> the club's up for, supposedly up for sale or investment. And then apparently, you know, we, you know, Hogan's been over in, oh, Gordon, I can't remember which one's been over in Qatar, and we've been fluttering our eyelids at some Middle Eastern investors. And I just think, oh, but you can't honestly think that that'll go down well with the, with the core, the match going part of the fan base will not will not accept being sold to to some regime in the Middle East. You must know that can't happen. Like they, they'll the internet fans will be well happy because they'll get they'll get their big splashy signings all the time. But from all we know from the match, all we know and see from most of the match going fans, they're not gonna, we're not gonna be happy with with that. Hmm. So the, everything just seems in like in flux. We can have like five, six weeks in, in Dubai. We're, you know, three weeks. Sorry, in Dubai, warm weather, training. Look, everyone's back. Hey, look, we're great. We're watching lots of film. We're we're getting things. Ultimately, we still haven't changed the personnel. We still have the medical problems, and the club is in a flux. Where a state of flux where I I just. If you're thinking of selling, why would you why would you lavish a hundred million pound on, on the team? You can say, oh, it, it's it's to make it a more attractive investment for when it's sold, but realistically, you you want as much money out of your out of the out of the investment that you've made. You're not going to be spending lots of money on the team. So I hope they prove me wrong. I, I hope you know, no one loves a big splashy sign in more than me. No matter what you know, back when it was ten million pound or five million, I love all that. But I have no confidence in them doing it. They're not prizing Bellingham out of Dortmund. 
Maybe they, I don't even think they'll price him out there in the summer, but maybe they will. But they're not getting him out there in January. That's not going to happen. And then there's that uh, link with that Argentinian at uh, Benfica. And again, I sort of go, well, that was Ward's sort of whole thing. Like, is it the work permit thing that we, we did? Why are we not, why are we waiting for Benfica to sign? And then we're going to pay an infinitely higher value a year later. This doesn't... For, uh, yeah, okay. Goal, but... Okay, well, that's, you know, that, 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 but there's always mechanics again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, there's always ways around around this, and yeah. I don't know. It just seems like behind the scenes, on the surf, if you think of Klopp as the as the front of the club, he's the he's the duck on top of the water. It looks still fairly serene, you know. Klopp goes, no problem, Naby. You know, you know, someone's injured, so no problem. He's got a little knock. Be two weeks. It's actually six months. It'll be fine. But underneath the actual mechanics of the club, behind the scenes of the hierarchies, it's like the the legs going like fuck as it paddles through. The ducks going along the uh, the the rake, you're going oh look how smooth that is. But underneath the legs are going like oh, fucking <clears throat> trying yeah. to fucking go. It's just it's just I've no confidence in anything at all. It's totally knocked my confidence, and that comes from how we haven't invested when needed to over the last couple of years. And the team is now, the squad, it's a real first world problem, right? Like in playing a big Premier League team hasn't got enough players. Oh no. I'm sure the people, I'm sure the, I'm sure the fans of Rochdale or Charlton are devastated by this, but uh, we play that, we play that top game. So unfortunately we have to, we have to frame it with that. But we're talking tonight about like Ox coming on and having a part, trying to turn the game. And again, the ball for the second goal was great, but his time has been and gone, unfortunately for him, I think. Um, we're playing Carvalho, who we, he shouldn't be starting this regularly. And Elliot, who I like Elliot, but he's starting too often as well because I don't think we're getting, he's getting, we're getting enough from him for as often as he starts. And then you've got Fabinho tugging his, uh, his Christmas dinner caravan around the pitch, like completely out of sorts, com- looks completely spent. Looks like he, he looks like let's go back to American sports. He looks like you know when a qu- quarterback's good, and then suddenly they're not good, and it just happens. It happens to like it happened to our, it's happened to Aaron Rodgers this year. Like he was good, and then suddenly he's not good anymore. He doesn't look good. Last Fabinho, he looked good, and then all of a sudden the switches turns. Like oh, he doesn't look good anymore. He looks like he's just short way too often. It's just there's just so much to do, and uh, I don't think three weeks of hanging around in Dubai. Riding camels, no racist. We did actually ride camels. Is going to, is going to solve any problems. I don't think it has solved any problems, and we'll still see. I think occasionally we'll see some good performances, but I, I, I think qualifying for top four is going to be a massive struggle this year. Have you both finished now? Have you wondered hey, why I was being yeah. a bit quiet? I've been and gone, the, the, uh, gone and got me Liverpool, noose. Fuck it. This hell. is not the Liverpool way. This is the monologue way. And to me. think I'm the one who got called a shit house on here. You can't ever do that again, Dave. Fuck it. Hell. Honestly, one game back in. Yeah, and, hang on. And I'm, I'm not saying game. that we're not getting top four. I still think we'll get top four. The toughest game that you can have coming back. The sample well, size is tiny. Yeah. Let's see where we are in a couple of weeks. Is we need dull? to see where we, we are after Villa away. It, it is. It, it is. Their... In the circumstances, it is. I mean, it I was surprised. Team, no. they, they yeah, it wasn't ours either, though. Know, same with us. Two centre well, halves, the right back, okay. the goalkeeper. You know, you could say the same thing for that, us. That that brings me to to a point I wanted to make. Then, like that wasn't our strongest team tonight. But why wasn't he? Like why? Why is Fabinho not starting? Even if you're going to say, okay, well, Fabinho, you have a half, and Hendo, you have a half. Why, why are we putting Bajetic in, into that game? 
that game was too big for him. He's not ready for that game yet. Yeah, I agree. And he's a really good player. He's really promising. He's done great and like the, the the opportunities he's had. That was not a game for him tonight, and it passed him by. Uh, we said about like the massive gaps everywhere. Part of that's on him, only because he just hasn't got like the experience to you know to, to know how to deal with those situations. It's not a knock on him in any way, shape, or form. I just looked at the team tonight. I, I thought we'd get beat before the game just looking at our team. I was like, mm, that's not what I was expecting. Where the fuck was Trent? He wasn't even on the bench. He was ill. Ill, right? Yeah. yeah, that is going now. That's why Chris isn't on the pod as well. Um, Chris is ill. Chris stepped off a plane. He's, he's back home. Stepped off a plane from, from Florida and it was minus five. <laughs> <laughs> he, he come home in like when it was like the worst of the cold spell last week and now he's unsurprisingly like, yeah, he's not well. So yeah, get well soon, Chris. Um, but yeah, he must. Did have you got what Cara had at the start of the broadcast tonight? Did you what? see that? No, no. <laughs> he had a coughing fit. They had to go to break early because he just couldn't stop coughing. <laughs> no, no, I didn't see he that. He was all no. sweaty as well. He looked awful. So I don't know what he had. Yeah, but it's going round. So yeah, Trent's got that. That's unfortunate because. I would have expected him to to have played tonight and probably started because it's not like he's exa- overexerted himself at the World Cup, is he? What did he get? Fabinho like, either. Ten minutes or something. Yeah. Well, Fabinho yeah you'd, you'd imagine there'll be changes start. for the for the game on Monday. Like Ali will be back in. Yeah. Uh, Virgil will be back in. Keller was good I, tonight, by the way. You know, he was. He was yeah. No, no he was fault good. of his. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so yeah, so I think there will be players coming back. I just thought that we could have gone a bit stronger tonight. I didn't really see the the point in leaving Fabinho and Henderson on the bench. Um, I thought Fabinho was all right when he came on. I think he started a bit ropey, like first five minutes or so. But I thought he grew into it and he was decent. I didn't mm. think Hendo did much at all, like other than F- Fabinho concerns me massively because he- he's never been a runner, has he? But he was always so good at reading the game that he didn't need to rely on on running. But what he was just that seems tackle, to, by the way? He that just gets bypassed all the time, doesn't he? When he just like fucking no, he just, just snapped him. Didn't yeah, he? he just scissored him. What was that? Yeah, but yeah, people are just running off him. But when he recovered and made that other tackle, uh, that that looked like the old Fabinho. No, like that slide tackle, and he's just nicked it away. I, I thought that was good. Um, hopefully, he can be better in the second half of the season because I don't think he can be worse. If we're talking about tackles and steady on a sec, um, big nats was boss, wasn't mm. it? On Haaland, it was like fucking Bobby Moore on Pele. It was class. Yeah. I thought, oh shit, when he was 1v1, I thought he's going to get destroyed there. Yeah. It was boss to see that. Yeah. He, he was made up for him. As I say, he did everything right tonight. His distribution's not the greatest. That's not a particular strength of his. When he's, it's not so much that like he, it's not a weakness, but he's not going to give you anything. Like you know, you look at Joel, and when Joel's coming forward, and he can pick a pass out, and then you've got Virgil who can play like raking balls across the field. Now, 
Nat's not going to do any of that, and and he, he, you can't expect him to. But I think he did everything that he possibly could tonight. Um, you know, my dad's made up because my dad's like, I'd be starting him over Gomez, and he he said that for <laughs> ages. To be fair, it's not a new thing. He has said that for ages. I mean, he, uh, there was a point when he he was he was saying like he should be Virgil's partner. He's like settled down from that one now. He's not saying like Nat should be playing every game, but that he's he always was made saying up, uh, Kelleher was starting. Yeah, match. he was uh, when he seen the team. He was uh, like, and he wasn't even joking either. He looked at it and he went, "Oh, so the attack looks all right." I'm a bit worried about that defense, but at least we've got our number one keeper playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but uh, yeah, so that you know, keeper played well. No, not a problem there. Joe Gomez, yeah, no. Gomez was poor. Yeah, on he the really first was. goal, I mean, he's waiting for that. You've got to just attack that and head it away, and he's waiting for it. And and Haaland just got in front of him, attacked it. I'm like, no, that's not good. You know, you, you've got to attack that ball and, and get it away. You can't be waiting when he's around because that's his bread and butter. I mean, he probably has about fucking four touches a game, and he like doesn't three do of them, does he? three he of them in the nothing. net. He does yeah. nothing. I know he does absolutely fuck all. Except, oh, De Bruyne's got the ball. I'm gonna get on the end of this cross now and score, and he does. And like, but you, that's what I mean. You know that that's what's coming. Like De Bruyne's got the ball, he's going to put a cross in, and Haaland's going to attack it. And Gomez is like standing, just waiting for it to drop onto his foot instead of going and meeting it and, and clearing it. So you know, terrible start. Uh, at that point, I did think we were going to get battered because we were just all over the place. Goal then, out of nowhere, wasn't it? Yeah, but the, the goal that we scored was, was good a goal. really nice really goal. Good. And that it was out of nowhere. Yeah, it was. But it's ninety percent Joel Matip. Yeah, just yeah. because. Nobody yet. When he's got, he gets the ball, and any other player in that situation plays it out wide. I think it was Mo was on the touchline. Anyone else plays it there, and everyone thought he was going to do it, and he just waited the split second until Milner was in space, and then he rolls it inside to Milner, and then good cutback, good finish, but really well worked goal. But that doesn't happen if any other centre back is playing in that position. You know, that's like Matip's the only person who picks out that pass, um, and. It, he did a couple of other things as well when he was going forward and he's picked out a, a good pass and that. Uh, was it him who played the one when Darwin went through and, and, and just flopped? He had it? a few, didn't he? And he does, doesn't he? That's yeah. just part oh, of his game life. What, what do you do with the centre-halves like... going forward? Sorry, it's Jules. It's tough because no, Canate's because I would say the other two for me are the, are the first choice, Canate yeah, and it's got to be Canate, isn't it? Yeah, but it's then you do Canate. lose what you're talking about there, Dave, because Matip's the only one who can yeah, but do But Matip played for earlier in the season. It, it looked a bit ropey, so I think we were yeah. all happy when yeah. Canate came in, so we shouldn't forget that. I think yeah, I'd be just true. rotating them two like we did yeah. last season because it does do them know, both here's, good. Here's, here's, my, here's my hot take. Why aren't we rotating Virgil out every now and then? Well, maybe we do. I yeah, think maybe we need to think, start season. thinking about that one now because he's not exactly been pulling up the trees, has no, he? No, he hasn't. A Matip Canate axis. There you go. That solves that problem. Verge has got to come back service. and be Verge because if he comes back and plays the way he did before, then there is a legitimate conversation yeah. for you know swapping it round. But the problem is, I think it was you said it, Jules. Like we look like the team. Before yeah, he arrived, team. Yeah, we so do. do you really want to keep that going by not having him in? I'm no, not, but we. I'm not saying John, but what I mean is, no, I think no, like, I you've got saying. to have him every game, haven't you? Unless you're risking this happening. But but my counter to that would be we look like the pre-verge Liverpool when he's been playing yeah, as that, well. Yeah, that was the worry. That was the worry. Yeah. We, we looked. We're, not, up, we're I think just we not defensively it. solid anymore, are we? Yeah. we? We can't absorb pressure, and we concede first goals all the time. Yeah. 
that, that is you know, mad that how many yeah. times we go behind and oh, it, it's when still you I mean all right we could we can we could frame every argument tonight with which Man City away but we could see that the first goal within the first 15 minutes again tonight and then right at the start of the second half second well. half, we, what, we should have conceded in? after 12 seconds yeah we should I mean, that yeah. was a terrible effort that was a big what, what, what the fuck was that and I, I tell you what Keller has got so lucky there because he shouldn't have been he's one no of man's he land, was. He? he's yeah. come out for a ball he's got no chance of getting and he's basically given him an open goal and he's just completely fucking fluffed that. I mean, that was just a hideous finish. It wasn't even a difficult chance. I mean, he's on his left foot. All he's got to do is just chip it over his head and it's an empty net. And he's just ballooned it. Um, that was a massive let off. And then we go down the other end and Darwin, has the, like uh, he's on his left side, defender makes a block. But other than that little moment where Darwin went through, that the first fifteen minutes was just it was it was alarming. I I just thought, oh my god, looks like we were still here? on the camels and yeah, Dubai. It, it was oh fucking <laughs> hell. But then we did settle, and I thought like the rest of the certainly gave me the imp. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Where, where's that new singer? He's after it again. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I thought like the the rest of the first half was like relatively even. I thought we did okay. And then the second half disappointed me. Just we're back well, after. We got cold, didn't we? Yeah, like and then but we immediately scored, and that was that was a you know it's a, a really nice goal. Um, Darwin's done really well there. To be fair to him, like he's he's done everything right. Uh, easy finish for Mo, but and then you think okay, so we're back on level terms. We've got a bit of momentum here. Like it's a setback for City, and we just never really. I don't think we really capitalised on it enough. I don't think we did enough. Yeah, the chances that Darwin was getting were kind of like, not not so much counter-attacks, but it's just like one ball behind and he, he's running onto it. It wasn't like sustained pressure. We never really had any sustained pressure. We didn't build anything up. To Which, be fair... It's difficult because it's City. That, you know, City away, that is yeah, difficult. Yeah, it is. That, that's how you create your chances, though, don't yeah. you, when you play them away? Because they're so high up. It is. time you're running behind. And but that's that why was the disappointing thing. That's why you've got to take those chances. Yeah, yeah. His movement was brilliant. Mm. Like you said earlier, he, he, he gets loads of chances, doesn't he? And I think he always is going to get loads of chances. The, the concern is, how often is he going to put them away? It's just going to be erratic, isn't it? You yeah. Know, I, I just, I, Do you know I what he like... wants tonight? Here's my here's another hot take. Do you remember yours tonight? It was like somebody put uh, Hesky and Cissé together tonight. Yeah, I mentioned Hesky on the group chat, didn't I? I, was, I, I, like I must admit, Jeff I was Goldblum's thinking, flying machine. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's flying machine mashed together Hesky and Cissé together. Combination of speed and a total lack of composure. It was that that last one though was the concerning one because as you said earlier, Dave, as he's running through, he's looking to his he left didn't constantly. Want any part he of had it. no confidence, did he? Mm, and that's why um, I thought Hesky on that that like infamous one where he ran through and you just knew he wasn't going to score. I had no confidence yeah. whatsoever in him running through. Neither did why I. are you bailing out like that? That's not normally what he's like though. He's, do you reckon it was just confidence because yeah, he missed some already? I in do. The game? I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Because and also because he he'd squared it for Mo to score and he, he'd done really well and we'd scored. He's probably thinking again, okay, if I can do that again, I will. So he's looking up, and what worried me was not that he looked up because he should look up. He kept looking up. It was about five times. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Like, oh, he's like, oh, come on, come on. This is, someone's got to be in it for fuck's sake. Yeah. He did not want to be running through and going on his own, and that's when you knew he wasn't going to do anything because yeah. you could just tell there was no conviction there at all. It was like a lack of confidence, um, and it's not good. But the only thing I'll say is I remember um, was it Spartak Moscow or it was one of the Mosk? It was a Russian team. Might have been Zenit. And Suarez yeah, missed, missed like 
Yeah, Suarez missed like four fucking um, absolute sitters and we lost. And I think we won that the home game, but we went out because we we got beaten the away game and the sitters that Suarez missed in that game. So it can happen and, you know, hopefully like he's got that out of his system and he'll be a little bit more clinical in the future. But I can't say like that I'm massively confident about that. He's going to score goals. He's going to no score loads of goals. He no is. But he's going to have chances because he's going to play. He's going to miss loads no, Everyone well. else is injured. Yeah. Everyone's going to play. He's, he's never going to play gonna now, look, isn't he? He's never going to look great, is he? We're never going to turn around and be like, oh, he's, he's, he's the man. But I, play I don't him, think he ever is going to be. Not because of injuries. I'll play him regardless. You know, it, when we've got players fit, I'd still be playing him because he gets so many chances. Well, we've invested 70 million in him as well. Well, yeah, there's so. that as well, but... It's not like when he plays, he's, he's not bringing anything to the team. You know, he's bringing no, a lot to, to the team. So, I mean, he's had like a really good assist tonight as well. So it's not like he's, he's a passenger or anything, but it's just got to sharpen up that, the finishing. Because, His pace is unbelievable yeah. as well, though, isn't it? Like, there's, yeah, that, there's, there's, there's several times in there, the game. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a few times in every game where he, he blows you away a little bit because you don't mm. expect him to be that quick, do you? And he just runs away from people. Um, yeah, players yeah, of his build are not usually that quick, are they? No, no. But yeah, hopefully he won't sleep well tonight. That'll play on his mind, and you know he'll go into training and get it out of his system. Then, but I don't want him to just be like shrugging it off. You, you need to think about that. You know, it's, I was watching that. Um, there's a, a YouTube thing with Carragher like getting interviewed, and I don't want anyone to be as excessive as like Cara with this. But you know where like he was just completely fixating on it and like. W- when we didn't win, it was like eating away at him for days. He took it to extremes, but you do want them to to be like, okay, I've missed three fucking chances. Have I missed them chances? If that was me, even when we used to play on a Thursday night, if I had a night like that where I missed loads of chances, I'd go home and I'd be like, <laughs> just fucking worrying. I'd be like, shit, next time I play, I can't be doing that. I, you know what I actually remember? This is funny. We'd gone like a, a, a few weeks and I'd missed loads of chances when we were playing. And like Adriana was in school with with like with Neil Mellor's daughter and I used to speak to him every morning at school. I remember saying to him, like, he's like, how'd you get on last night at foot? He was like, fucking hell, missed loads of chances again. You know, I was like, this is just grim. Like, you know, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, when you're low on confidence and that. And he's like, give me a pep talk about like what he did when he was actually, you know, playing. And like, I'm playing like fucking eight aside with like with you losers. <laughs> and he's going, right, what you need to do is like in the warm up, make sure you hit the net. And even if there's no keeper in there, just get a feel for just like passing the ball into the corner of the net. Just get your confidence up. And then when the game starts, it just comes natural to you. And then, so like, he gave me that pep talk. Um, Played on the Thursday night, seeing him at the school on the Friday morning, and he's waiting for me, and he's all anxious, and he's going, how did you get on, how did you get on? I was like, I scored four, so I like, played really well, you know, thanks for that. But, like, he was, he said, like, you know, if, when, like, he'd missed chances, he said, like, it does, it does play on your mind, but it's not like you lose confidence, but you're just like, fucking hell, next time I get them chances, this is what I'm going to do differently. And he said, you know, that's what, like, strikers will do. It's like, you won't, like, lose your confidence, but it just makes you more like focused so i hope he's gone home tonight and he's thinking that's my fault that we're out if i take my chances we're through here that's on me and the next time i get those chances i'm gonna fucking not make that mistake i'm gonna bury them so i really want to see what he does against villa and i think he'll bounce back i think he, i would be very surprised if he doesn't score but i hope pr- he's gone home and text neil Miller. 
Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that, that's probably yeah, that's probably a good idea. I think he's probably going to text Suarez to be honest. If you like, <laughs> if that that's his mate, Mel is my mate, so you know it's. It, He'll probably ask Suarez, but uh, no, I, I just I think he'll bounce back. But the concern that I've got is not so much Darwin; it's it's the other end. I we're just leaking goals. It's just it's been going on all season, and I do take your point that this is a more difficult game than we're likely to face. And I haven't seen Klopp's interview, but I did see some quotes, and I think he said something along those lines. And yeah, that's fair. Except we have been conceding fucking goals to like Brighton or fucking. That's why we need to wait the, for them games, though, to see. You, yeah. you can't measure the improvement or or not until you've played the, the equivalent games. I like, agree. That would be my argument. But I also think there's enough there to be concerned about to to make you think, oh. Have we oh, actually improved? Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. Anybody reasonable wouldn't watch that game and suddenly think everything's rosy. Of course, it's not. But I just think, I like ju- tonight, this is probably the, the 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 best way for me to put it. I think City were there for the not not there for the taking, but that was a game where like that wasn't City at their best. Cause I didn't think City were good tonight. Thought they started really well, but the rest of the game we didn't think they were good. I think we just made it easy for them with the chances that we gave them. That really, that's a game where that was there for us to win. And we've had the chances to win it, so have they, admittedly, but we've not taken the chances and we're out. And I don't think we can have any complaints about the results at all because it's like, well, if you miss chances at one end like that and you're giving away stupid goals at the other end. I mean, the third goal, fucking hell, that third goal, what are we doing? That ball gets played to the back post and virtually our whole team are over on like the, that side of the pitch. Nat Phillips is the only one at the back and he's not even at. It's not like he's at the back post. He's kind of in the middle of the goal. It was a quick corner on it, and we didn't get yeah, set. That was the problem. You could see that we just fell asleep for the like, split. That's second. just that's that's not good. You know that that's like the things that those kind of things shouldn't be happening. Um, Nat's got like a nudged under the ball a little bit. It's not a free kick, but he has he has got nudged under the flight. He's about to head it, and that little nudge just takes him underneath it. And uh, but as I say, they had like three players behind him. I was like, what are we doing? Whilst we're talking about little nudges, what did you make of the penalty appeal? I, I, I will say now, never a penalty. No, a not not it's, a, it's a free kick outside the box, probably nine times out of ten. You probably get that. I don't want to see penalties being given for that. But in, in the box, you're not you're not getting a penalty for that. You know, even even if VAR had been there tonight, it, VAR would not have overturned that and said, "Go and have a look." This just not for me. As I say, outside okay. the box, you probably would get a free kick for that, but. You're not getting a penalty for it, and if if that's at the other end and a penalty gets given against us, I'd be absolutely fucking fuming about Same. it. This uh, just no. So I know, like, um, I think it was was it Monty in the chat was saying it's a it's a foul, it's a penalty. Maybe Paul, I don't know. It's a couple of people were saying, but probably Dan. Um, but no, <laughs> it's not absolutely not for me. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I you, again, you. You you don't want you don't want penalties ever being given for that kind of stuff. You, you there's already a, a lot of contact being eliminated from the game. You don't want all of it being eliminated for the game. And if you start giving penalties for those kind of things, uh, then it's not really you're gonna end up with like a a, a proper non-contact sport. Mm. Perfectly fine t- challenge. I did again, but you know I'm 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 different to most people, and I don't I really have I haven't got the animus to be. Asked with what referees do. I thought no, the referee was okay. No, uh, no, no. I thought he, I thought he was fine tonight. I didn't think there was much. The thing is, right? I know we we first of all the referees are are, are, are people, 
and they're obviously they obviously like the rest of us have their own influences and stuff. But it's clearly when they when referees go into these big a game with two teams like that, they think right, try and keep eleven on the field for as much as possible, so they'll be a little bit more allowed than than normal. Um, and and whether that's right or not is a different matter. But that's how they referee, and I've got no problem with them refereeing it like that. I had no problem with no VAR tonight either. They were going on about no VAR. I'm like, well, that's that's ideal for me. I'd rather you make a mistake in no VAR to be honest with you, because I can't stand it. And there's loads of like tight offsides, wasn't it? And the lines yeah. just let them go. And I was like, yeah. yeah, because if it's that close, then who's asked? You don't want yeah. want goals disallowed for like you know they're offside by like three centimeters and stuff no, like I that. I couldn't care less. That that was it's not good the game, tonight. Is it? And you know yeah. what? And I've and I've said this like so many times. Most of the time, they get it right. The linesman, yeah. the linesman, like and and lineswoman as well, because she's probably the best of the lot. That um, what's her name? Sean Massey. Sean Massey. Yeah, they they get it right so often, and I sit like in line usually in the main stands, and I'm always giving the linesman shit, and then I go home and watch on the telly and go, oh, actually, yeah. Well, it's it's like right. the. Um... It's like the penalty in the World Cup final, right? Everyone thought that, that was a penalty and he booked him for diving and it was a yeah. dive. It takes a lot of like it footballers are always out to deceive the referee. That's like the it's it's it shouldn't be, but that's like the main thing is trying to cheat the referee. That's all that's half the things they do. And so it's at full speed. You got all these players, he's trying to cheat you, and you've got to make these decisions. It's a tough it's a tough gig. I, it I, is really hard. It is really yeah. hard. But that, I that, think that referee, was... though, I think he's weak. I just think in general he is fucking weak. I thought really he was weak. okay. I, I mean, think he's the, shit, the, but he was all right tonight. The, the yeah. yellow card he gave for Naby. From... And then, what about when De Bruyne kicked the ball away at yeah, the end that, when we were chasing the goal? And he just yeah. shrugged his shoulders and you're like, fuck off. I'm not having that. He let Rodri but... get away with murder as well. Uh, yeah, you know, he should have been off He was like, he definitely didn't get the email from the club, did he? You know, like that fucking <laughs> the 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 joint email that got sent. That was sent six out. or one half a dozen oh. the other though. Armbags, wasn't it? It wasn't proper full blooded. It was just like a but lot he, of. He'd done it earlier though. He pushed someone over earlier, yeah. didn't he? And then he's done the same Again, thing. He's kicking I, off I, with I, Fabinho. If he got booked for the first one, then he, he'd go off for the second. I just. But I'm splitting airs because I've not got a big problem with the referee at all yeah. tonight. I thought he was okay. I, Half of it's just posturing. Like I want, I'm not saying like you have to be taking full swings of people to get sent off. Not, I'm not saying that, but like half of these footballers, they know it. They have no intention of hitting anybody. The 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 sticking the putting the head against another player's head is the most ridiculous. You yeah. like there's no menace in it at all. If you really wanted to stick the head on someone, you'd stick the head on them, and they wouldn't know anything about it. It's all just pointless posturing. It's yeah. and like. Even the the yellow card for kicking the ball away, like I I couldn't care less about that kind of shit either. Who cares? Yeah, but that's a rule. Uh, I know it's to a rule. That. It's a stu- I know, I know. It's like the the handball rule. You got to stick to what the rule is, even though it's the rule is absurd. So I do I do take your point on that. And it's uh, like a, a minute to go um, yeah, where the goal down and he kicks yeah. the ball away. I'm sorry, but you, you've got to. I'm going to be contrary again. There, I don't care because I do not want those extra times they were given in the World Cup. The one thing I I really like about football is that I know what time the game's finishing and I'm going home. I don't like that no <laughs> VAR and then a billion extra minutes of injury time, extra time. May, I quite like leave. that to be honest. Oh no, it's right. gonna be it's gonna be like fucking US sports. The fucking the games lasting hours on end. It's like I want to go home. It's like no, I don't want. You should be a, you should be on my fucking side for this, Brownie. You've got to drive miles as well to go. 
That's what you sound like, yeah. I, I, I'm you know. on your side of it, but I do think there's exceptions to it. Like, for example, when we played Newcastle at Anfield, there should have been about 15 minutes added on, just because, I, just to stop were, the time starting, wasting. Do you know what that is, though? That 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 comes back to Brownie's talking about weak refereeing. That is weak refereeing, yeah, because they can see it, and it's like the the, the time wasting goalkeepers. Book the keeper know. in the first half, and he won't do and, it again. There was talk, I, I can't remember what I saw, there was talk about a month ago where when the ball goes out on one side for a goal kick, the goalkeeper's got to take it from that side. And I'm thinking... That's that how it used, used to be. be. The, I know, yeah. That used to be the rule. Why did they change that They anyway? changed it to save, to, 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 to save like make time. it quicker. And all they do is they just take <laughs> it to it the longer. opposite side. Uh, it's just like, I mean, if nothing sums up the, the, the over-tampering with football's rules sometimes. Like, it's... No, that used to be the rule. Why is it not the rule? Make it, yeah, make it the rule. And when, if they take forever, make it the rule. But if they yeah. want to take a quick one from the other side, that's okay. No, 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 no. Because they won't. You know no, that. No, you'd that, have a problem then, wouldn't yeah. you? No, no, but no, you've, no, got, no, no. you've got to be. Simple. If it's got to be a quick one, otherwise, you know, it's. No, it's you, not. But we're again, gonna get like a little timer out for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're graphic. all complicating it. It's, it's no, because you, you know, with your eyes, you don't have to take. If like they, they quickly put, no. it, like with a quick free kick, when like you get fouled, you get up, you just put your hand on the ball and you immediately take it if the ball goes out on one side of the goal rolls behind the goal the goalie runs to get it he shouldn't then have to run all the way back to the side that's gone out let him just put if, it down and take it I think but, you forget what footballers like, uh, are like though you know what I mean in, they'd run over put the hand down and go oh no I've changed my mind well, because you, that pass yeah. wasn't quite there I'll go to the other side you know what they're like they just start fucking then, then you book like them that. then you book uh, them yeah. if, if you want to start you, taking the piss you should work. You should work for IFAB or whoever makes the rules. Like you're like, me overcomplicating it. Yeah, no, it goes on that side. Take it on that side. And by the way, they shouldn't have to do anything because at the moment there's a multi-ball well, the ball ball ruling. Boys, which, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, with the yeah. ball boys, you know, they, they shouldn't have to go running after but course, the ball. But then you get, is, then you get like footballers holding the ball and throwing it back and doing. But you also get little little sly ass ball boys who are told to just be awkward and, and yeah, not there was one the of them forest away. Yeah, there was one of them. He got told by the referee the referee had to go over and say pack it in yeah <laughs> that's how bad it, it was, was one tonight i think robbo went to take a throw in and the lad just was holding on to the ball he was like give me the ball and he was like no so he had to walk U- over ultimately and get footballers it. rule makers have a problem because all footballers are cheats yeah that's true they are <laughs> that's, without the... a doubt. that's yeah. that's the problem uh i suppose we better preview villa a bit and then i can get off and watch the traitors i fucking missed <laughs> the traitors to watch that tonight season finale <laughs> Now we know why you're in a bad mood. Really. I know. It's got nothing to do with anything else. I know. Well, know. Get this over with so I can go and watch it before <laughs> I see any spoilers like on, on who's won. Uh, so, yeah, Villa, what are we expecting from that one? I'm just mm. looking at changes, like we said earlier. So, Ali will be back in. You'd think Trent, um, Virgil will be back in. What, uh, Fabinho, you think, would start. So, strong midfield, Fabinho, Thiago, Hendo. Um, or maybe Harvey, not sure. The front three is the worry, isn't it? What's the word on Bobby? How, how long are we talking? He's well, not playing that game. Yeah, Klopp, he didn't spe- specify, but he said something like, I can't remember the word he used, I think he said for, he's out for this period or something. Yeah. Which suggested, okay, like... The, wor- the worry is the, the left side, isn't it? The worry is the left side, because yeah. Cavallo was poor for me tonight I know he scored a good goal but he just didn't really have any impact on the game he and then the other option out there, is, does he? is Ox in it and I agree with you on the front three thing we have to do we have to react to Diaz's injury in January and 
I take on board everything Jules said earlier that the ownership situation is a massive concern in it because you don't have any trust or faith that they're going to go out and spend not qualifying money. for the Champions League is a massive concern so you, you kind of feel like would that impact the sale? I don't mm. know I, the, just, just the point the, on what, you, on what it, thing, it impacts the finances yeah mm. just the, the, going back to what Jules said though I know it's nothing to do with the Villa game but the concern about what's happening off the pitch is that there doesn't seem to be any certainty either way does there? Like if if you if you're up for sale and that's what you're looking to do, then everyone knows what's happening. They're not even committing to that, though, are they? They say, "No, we might sell, or we might sell a little stake," and that is that's no good for well, anyone. Publicly, How, how they're not even saying properly? that, are they? Publicly, they've only said they're looking for investment. They've never actually said we're selling. Yeah, I mean, obviously been, we're going off the people. Who, there's reports you know, saying that they've to never it admitted kind, so. it. And as far as Klopp's concerned, Klopp hasn't been told that, or or he's not admitting to it. Klopp's only ever said, yeah, they're looking for investment. So, you know, if they are looking to sell the whole thing, well, they've not told Klopp. Or he's keeping it quiet. But yeah, it's, not really, it's not his style to, to come out and lie, is it? Well, when, it, when billions of pounds are at stake, you kind of mm. have to, don't you? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's, it's a high-stakes game, isn't it? When you're looking at selling for that much money, you're not really going to be... Putting all your cards out there, but Klopp Even hasn't people got, like Klopp. He, I know it's nothing to do with him, got, but he's 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 indirectly involved in it in that sense. So maybe this is an occasion where he's just keeping quiet about it or not quite being as. But if they were wanting out completely, he what he doesn't owe them nothing to be lying on their behalf, does he? No, well, he might still want the job. You know, he doesn't want to upset yeah, the apple cart. Mm. There's there's so many variables and that's the problem. There's just we don't know. There's lots yeah. of variables. I I what percentage would you put on like the, a sign in of note, not a not a youth sign in, a sign in that would go straight into the team and improve the team? What 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 percentage would you put on that happening in January? No higher than fifty. No, I'd go higher than that. I think we will get someone. I think we'll get at least one. But I don't know. I don't necessarily think that's enough because now, I mean. It, God, if if you take if like if Diaz and Jota were available, I'd be fine with us just getting like one midfield player. But I'm looking at it now, going, no, we need a forward. Unless you're actually going to put Ben Doak in and say, all right, you're going to have like you're now classed as like a a, a first team option, and you'll be starting. I don't mean having him on the bench and giving him like five minutes if we're like three 0 up or something. Like you could make a legitimate argument now for him starting against Villa, based on like the options that we've got. You could say, you know what, I'd, I'd rather him have a go and let's see what he can do. Feels um, like Jota's missed the entire season. I know, and he missed like half of last season as well. Yeah, not durable at all, is no, he? No, he's not. Has no. he played it? He has played this season, hasn't he? Yeah, he was good as yeah, well. Yeah, he played he, a bit, yeah. He looked well, sharp. He, he played, like, he played a couple of games and he looked sharp, like sharper than he'd looked when he came back from injury Was he last injured at the start of the season? Was that the yeah. thing? Yeah, he missed right, the start yeah. of the season. He came back, he started to look sharp, and then he got injured against City, didn't he? And like deep, deep, deep into stoppage oh, time. Right at the end. Basically like yeah. the last kick of the game, more or less, and, and yeah. he got injured then. Um, but yeah, he was looking quite good. But you, you have to wonder now, is he someone who we can rely on? Because the injuries he's had, it's like with, with Diaz, it's like he injured his knee, he's come back, and then he's got... He's re-injured that, and it's the same thing. It it, it had obviously not healed properly, uh, so that's unlucky, you know. But when you're getting different long-term injuries, and Jota's had like three now, in like the last couple of years, he's had like three lengthy layoffs, hasn't he? So that mm. is a concern. Can we re- can we rely on him, or is he going to come back and is he going to get injured again? You know, is this is this how it's going to be, or is he just having like a, an unlucky spell? 
But the point is, he's not back till February. Diaz isn't back till March. Don't know what's up with Bobby, how long that's going to be. So at the moment, we've got like two forwards. It's not enough. We're playing twice a week. You're going to run them into the ground. And if you have to, we, we need three, we've got two. But what happens when you've got to rest them? Yeah, you're putting square pegs in round holes. You're like, okay, Carvalho, um, Ox, and you know, God knows what else we'll end up doing. You know, it's it's a massive concern. We've got to get a striker in in January for me, as well as a midfield player. Oh, there's no chance of that. Happening, I'm not saying surely. we've got to go out and sign like a seventy million pound striker. You know, but I think we've got to do something. We've got to get somebody in. Now, whether it's like the the kid from Dortmund th- who's contract, whether or- it's a thirty-five year old former player Uruguayan. No, I'm not going down that road. I, I said my piece on that in the last one when, when Chris asked me when we did like the, the listeners Q and A. Although things have changed since then, he's a free agent, and you know we're in dire need of somebody. Maybe he can mentor Nunez, you know, and get him under his wing. He, he could be for Nunez what what Neil Mello yeah. was for me. You know, he could there completely you go. transform his transform his game, get him back amongst the goals, but. No, I mean, <laughs> you could make a, an argument for that, but I, I won't. I would rather get like a really like promising young player who's not necessarily going to expect to start every game, but can come helpful, in and start. Though? Isn't that Carvalho? He's not a striker, though. Yeah, but do, I just I don't know what thing. he is. You I know, don't know what he is. I know he's a, I know he's a footballer. Like, you know, I think he, he'll end up being a midfielder. He's a boss little footballer. You know, he's he's talented. You know, he's got he's got a lot to his game. But I don't know what his position is, and he's not really done much on the left. It's not ideal and playing there. So again, I just think if you get someone like that, uh, the Dortmund kid whose contracts up in the summer, we've been linked to them. If you could get Dortmund to take some money for him now rather than let him leave for nothing, I don't even know if that's possible. But something like that would be good because he's not going to expect to start every single game, but he'd be on the bench, he'd be starting the odd game, coming off the bench, getting minutes, being involved, someone like that. Because you can't go and sign like a, a big money striker and then all of a sudden you've got Diaz and Jota back and you've got six. It, it That's not really feasible. It is in the summer because Bobby probably moves on, so you've still got your five then. But Bobby's here now. So it's not like you know we can go out and sign a, a, a multi-million pound, um, ready-made top striker. You, you just can't do that, especially when the majority of our funds are going to need to go on midfield anyway. But if you could get like the the Dortmund kid for like fifteen, twenty million quid or something like that, if if they if they're prepared to take it, it might be worth doing something like that now because they're just we've got so many games. How are we going to get to February with what we've got now? Bro. I would agree. Like when you look at it and you analyze all the options available, and that that all of that's completely true. But and it's probably a, a good thing that we got though. beat tonight. You know, based on that, because of the extra games that we'd have. I hate saying that, but we're going to be so stretched right, anyway. Steady on, fucking Gerard Ulier. No, no, Jesus. but we're so we're so stretched. In disguise. If we were having to, if we were having to play <laughs> even more games. No, it's it. I don't know how we'd cope with that, to be honest, unless we bring in players. You know, and then the Champions League is going to start as well. But how many times have we been in this situation? Not as dire as this in terms of a particular position and numbers out injured, but where we've had the same conversation and then FSG have done nothing in the January. It's happened a lot yeah, before. And, that's and we've got away with it me. most of the time. We, yeah, yeah, we've we've, we've been lucky me. and we've got away with it. On the flip, flip I don't side, think we did the opposite last though. January with Diaz, didn't we? we were and look at the difference it made. It did make, I agree. It made I a agree. massive difference. 
Um, but that's why I'm saying I'm 50-50 because I've seen occasions in the past where they've done mm-hmm. that and have sat on their hands. And yeah, there's been the odd occasion where they've gone out and done it. So I literally don't know what way they'll go. I just think that the situation um, in terms of the potential sale, investment and everything, that makes me think they might not do something. But I don't know. No, I, I think getting back to Villa, I expect we'll win the game. I expect we'll play well. Um, yeah, I am particularly looking out for, I don't think we really touched on it with tonight in terms of the second half. Yeah, okay, you might not have thought we played well, but I thought legs-wise we looked a lot better than we had done before the break because we honestly, second half of games... No, no, yeah, but still, yeah, we that was the case though early in the season. We've had the five subs and we've been making them changes, but we've just looked in general, just gassed. Right? I didn't feel like we were gassed tonight. I felt no, like I we didn't. Were, we were running. No. I felt like we were running, and that to me is a. Big I wouldn't thing. say we looked fresh, but we did. We didn't look like the, the. We didn't look like Fabinho after his cooked dinner today. Yeah, I agree. So that for me, the the theme of the next few weeks is keeping a close eye on that because if we do have legs now, the personnel thing's a separate issue, and we have to address that. But in general, if the lads have got legs in them, then that's a big thing because that's just how we play, isn't it? Mm, it is, but I need to see more than that before I'm convinced I about agree. that. Plus, how long are those legs going to last if we're having to play the same lads twice a week? Because mm. we, we just yeah, haven't got that, the options to, to, to change things around. So you're going to end up running them into the ground, especially the forwards, but not just the it's forwards. It's just the forwards, mainly. We've, we've though, got defenders it? that we can bring in, but the midfield, I don't like the options that we're bringing in uh, in midfield when we're changing things around too much. I'm okay with Harvey. Like, we've got the three, haven't yet? Like the established three. I'm okay with Harvey coming in and out. I don't particularly like what what else we've got. You I know, don't like Nabi. But let's well, be yeah, honest. But forget Nabi, Nabi contributed last year, didn't yeah, he? I know. Nabi, I know he's always injured. You Nabi's going to be injured in, in the next two three we weeks. He's going to get injured. But he did injury. contribute last season. In Thiago season may we well close. get injured again as well. You know, you yeah. just there's no may well about that. Yeah. He will I'm, I'm less again. concerned about the midfield than the forwards though. At, at this point, currently, because we just haven't got any any depth at all. Like we've got we've got depth in midfield. It might not be players you want to see playing, but at least we've got bodies that can come in. We haven't really got that up front unless you just fast track and bend oak and saying, Okay, chance is gonna come earlier than, than we anticipated, but we need you, you know, go in there, see what you can do. And I, I have no problem with that because, you know, I'm not I'm not saying he's as good as Michael Owen was, but Michael Owen came in at seventeen and was he was basically our best player. Within like a couple of months he was our best player in that team. He he just came in and was just immediately like a superstar. Now he's the best I've ever seen at that age. Like nobody's even been remotely close to him. But Ben Doak he's he's at least as good as Sterling was at that age and possibly better. He's Are you giving it the old uh, young enough good enough young enough thing? No, I'm just saying we're desperate. Okay. And, 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 so, and, be, and because enough. of that, his chance will have to come earlier than it normally would have done. And okay. you don't know what will happen. He could come in and he could just hit the ground running and then never look back. And he could just he could just become a, a first team regular. He will do eventually. He's he's, he's definitely going to make it. So maybe it, it can he can make it a bit earlier than than anticipated. But I do think I feel that like we've, we've had got a no similar choice. conversation with a lot of players though over the last few years. So Jordan Ibe. Yeah. No, he's no, he's way better than that. He's way better than that. <laughs> Plus, he seems to have like a, a good head on his shoulders as well. Jordan Ab, a lot of his problem was was like attitude as well. So, um, yeah, and and also like the the 
when Jordan Ab came through, like Rogers was the manager, wasn't he? Maybe if if Ab comes through as like a fifteen year old in the, the setup club. we've got now, could be completely different because he had so much talent, but he just couldn't put it together. But like, yeah, I'm not worried about Bendo. He's he's quality. Did he drive his car into someone's house? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's had, he's had like quite a few problems, and I don't yeah. even know if he's got a club anymore. I don't. I think he might be out of the game. I'm not sure or... he even plays. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I read yeah. it on the both there. Yeah, I don't think that's an attitude problem. I think that's like something else as well. Like, um, might not. He, oh he yeah, might, it, it is now. Need some, gu- needed some guidance kid, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Off, if, he, if yeah. he's coming through the system now with the way like with the, the, the handle, the pathways kids, and loan stuff that yeah, we have to- now, totally yeah. different, and. Yeah. You know, uh, Doke's training with the first team all the time. They're like they're saying how great he's doing, and it's uh, you know what? It's a lot easier for a forward than it is for like young midfielders and young defenders. I mean, Bajetic may may end up being like a world class player for all we know. He might be really really special, but it's a lot harder the position that he's playing. I mean, he's playing like yeah. the six against Man City tonight. What, what? The defensive midfielder makes a yeah. mistake against Man City, you're screwed. Whereas if a winger. Puts and in and even cross, you've got another chance. It's you? even yeah. There's that, and not even just if he makes a mistake, but you've got to know your position. You've got to know exactly where you've got to be at all times, and it's totally unrealistic to expect someone of his age and and his lack of experience to be able to do that. And we saw it tonight. It's not a we reflection did. on him at all. It's completely understandable. On the flip side happens. as well, though, with a forward, the... it's different though, Brownie. A forward, yeah. it's like get the ball, go and do something. Go on. And if you lose it, so what? Mo loses Doesn't the ball matter, all the time. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the team will win it back for you, give you it again, and say, right, try and do something now. So it's so much easier for forwards. And he is direct, and he's confident, and he'll try to, to go past people. So maybe, maybe he can give us like the, the the boost that we need because we've we've still got games before January even comes. I mean, say we did sign someone in January, knowing us, we'll do it at like fucking twenty ninth, thirtieth, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. We're still gonna get through the whole month, so we're gonna need him because we've, there's just nobody else. Well, we got that FA Cup game against Wolves on me the first the first weekend of January. So I imagine we rest some players on that one. Mm-hmm. That's 8pm, I think, on a Saturday night. Thanks for that, ITV. Yeah, great. I'm not even sure we're on ITV, though. I think we might be on ITV4 because of like some talent show or something. Fuck we're not yeah. even on the main channel. <laughs> I could be wrong on that. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they'll rest some for that. And then um, is there another FA Cup round in January or is it early February? Like, it's all over the place at the moment. I've lost track of the schedule in a big way, yeah. honestly. It's all I know we've got I know from Monday we've got eight we've got uh, three games in eight days. We play Monday, Friday, Monday. Yeah. So at uh, Brentford these aren't the, the, the easiest game you know, in theory is the Leicester game at home. The Villa away that that's this is Leicester, not like I think they're all tough. Yeah, I yeah, think they're all but, tough. But but Rogers always shits himself when yeah, he comes he to Anfield. He does. That's true. Um so this isn't like Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. This is like uh, Emery's Aston Villa and they looked pretty good before the break. Mm. They they they'd actually beaten Manchester United, you know, they isn't it Villa had like the worst Manchester United's record against Aston Villa is like the best record in the Premier League. They beat them all the time. So they yeah. managed they're going to have the goalie back though, or is he still on the aisle? No, one, he's still on the aisle. Yeah. Did you see he that hit on the bus, by the way? Did you see him with like the little, like uh, the doll with Mbappe's face on it? 
I just yeah, think he's a bell end like, in general. You know what? All that stuff he does on penalties, just fuck off. Dad, like, you know what? That's Lloris's fault, though, that. Not having that. Well, Lloris yeah, should he, just he, take he, the ball out of his own net, the dickheads. Just let him... You, you know he's going to do all that shit. You've got to be prepared for it. And yeah. It doesn't mean he's not a prick. He is a prick, but he's, there's a reason why he's doing that, and it works. You know, he's winning penalty shootouts by being a prick and getting in people's heads. So that's one thing. But he's on the fucking bus and he's got a little doll and he's got Mbappe's face on it, basically saying Mbappe's a baby or whatever. Yeah, those like, two things are connected. Hang on a minute, they? mate. He put the ball past you fucking four times. You, <laughs> there is that. He put three penalties past you. You don't get to fucking talk smack about him when he's, he's, put, he's done all he can against you. Now, the fact that like some of his teammates didn't put the penalties away and, and you've ended up winning in a shootout, yeah, good for you. You won the shootout. You made like three saves, whatever. Fair play to you. But why are you targeting Mbappe when he basically fucking owned you in that game? Yeah, he's picking you know, on the wrong guy, isn't he? He's a tit. He's, I don't think it would have been as effective if he'd have had Tushemi's face on the doll. Well, he shouldn't yeah. have had any doll. Just enjoy your fucking victory. Why have you got to be a knobhead? He was enjoying it? it with the doll. By being a knobhead? <laughs> I, hope, I hope he had the glove stuck to his knob as well. I think he was doing it. <laughs> uh, to be fair, like that that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's other ways to uh, enjoy dolls. What, glue allegedly. a golden glove to your knob? Tell me how. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't mind all like, like you know the penalty stuff, and I thought that was funny. And... I had a big problem with him. Remember, he, he was uh, he was Arsenal's keeper in the shootout, and he was he a was, fucking yeah. dickhead against us. So it pissed me off because we were on the receiving end of that. And so his card was marked then. But then last year, like at Old Trafford, he kind of won me over. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that yeah. was just the glorious. One, was it? Yeah, he's like yeah, he's boss. pointing. Fernandez is taking the pen, and he's and he's going, "Why are you taking it?" And he's pointing at Ronaldo, going, "Hey, you should be taking this. Why are you letting him take it? You should be taking it." And you could see Fernandez just fucking shrinking. Yeah, I'm being a bad two-faced cunt here because I did buzz off. That, right, like. It was great, but and then Fernandez always does that stupid little hot hot step like and a jump before he takes his penalty. Always does it. This one, he just ran up and leathered it and put it over the bar because he was so pissed off about like what, what Martinez had done to him. And then, like, so he blew it over the bar and then the next thing, like, the keeper's, like, dancing in front of the step for them. Like, just, and I'm like, oh, you know what? That is quality. But if we were on the receiving end of that, you know, he'd be the worst be in the world, wouldn't he? Didn't he try it with Modo once? And Mo scored and then just stared at him. Or was that someone else? No, I think it was him. That kind of rings a bell, but a few keepers yeah. have, have tried to pull shit like that, haven't they? That that big fucking Herman Munster twat from um, Southampton, Fraser Forster. Yeah, you're not you're not doing that to Mo, yeah. are you? Not, no, 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 it doesn't work on Mo. It's pretty unflappable with that kind mm. of stuff. But yeah, he won't be playing, apparently. Uh, that's what I read a couple of days ago, anyway. He's been given extended time off to, to enjoy it. like So, yeah, he won't be playing on Boxing Day. Um, I don't know who he did. Isn't there a reserve keeper, that that fucking deadbeat? He was at Everton. He was shite fucking at Everton. Hell, narrow, narrow it down a bit, will you? Yes, he was. Swedish because he, um, Didn't he play in the in the Is game that awesome? beat them? Came from behind. Awesome. Yeah, I think so. Here's where he has a fucking that... blinder now, and it's, like, it's completely my fault. <laughs> Yeah. This is Darwin's blamming it from thirty yards at him and yeah. he's tipping it over the bar. Yeah. No. Mm. So um predictions for that game then? I think we'll win three one. I think we'll play well. Confident. Short and simple. Uh, I hate giving score predictions. I think I'm not giving a score prediction. I think I think we'll probably just about squeeze past them though. I've got no idea what to expect because tonight's not. Really... Oh, you've swerved me there. I could have sworn you'd have been like, yeah, 4 0, not a problem. No, no. And now, um, the usual, like, uh, oh, I can't believe you've done me there. It could be 4 0. 
Where's the bravado gone, We could lose. Come on. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. know. Tonight hasn't taught me anything one way or another. I don't feel good about it, but I also can see the reasons why shouldn't be judging it based on on this. But I didn't see anything to make me think, oh, yeah, you know. I'm changing it. Draw. Draw now. Dave's put me off there. He's swerved me completely. (laughs) Right, so I reckon (laughs) 4-0. Draw. (laughs) (laughs) 4-0. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I've got no idea what's going to happen. The only thing I'm hoping for, Darwin has a bounce-back game and he's too much for Villa to handle. And uh, we were maybe like 3-1, 4-1, something like that with Darwin scoring a couple. Two for Darwin, two for Mo, 4-1. That's what okay. I'm going for. Nil-nil. That, that's more likely. <laughs> <laughs> Although the nil real, part... A not, real struggle... And it'll ruin. Me. Do you know? I used to. I on the one hand, I really like the Boxing Day games, but on the other, it's a real like gamble because you can have your you can have your Christmas ruined by the team playing shite. Like fucking. All I want is to enjoy me Christmas leftovers, watch you beat somebody, and then go off and watch some Christmas telly, and you've ruined it because I think I'll be you'll be watching some Christmas special or whatever. You'll be like, oh, this is right. This oh, put match of the day on it because we oh no, we didn't win. Fuck, I'm not watching match of the day. I'll do something else. Yeah. Worst thing is as well the games at all on. Prime, aren't they? Fucking hate yeah, it. They it's are. on Prime because it's not even live. You're about a minute behind. Yeah, they are. On Prime. Yes, as Dave found out with Chris through the World Cup, streaming is not is not is not live like TV. It's slightly behind. I know because Chris was streaming all of the games, and I, I kept spoiling it. Dave, go. <laughs> Especially the England game when like when France was gone, I was like, get in, and Chris was like, yeah, thanks for that. I'm like, it's a goal kick. France is taking a goal kick at the moment. I know, I know. I kept forgetting. <laughs> it's because like if the game's not televised and like people are watching it on streams, then I yeah. kind of I know. But it was it was on telly, but Chris was streaming like the TV channels, like because he's in America and. I just kept forgetting and I kept like fucking spoiling games for him. It was happening all the time. That's a big but problem yeah, with Prime now, honestly. It really winds yeah, me yeah, up. That if you how, have, how can if they you not have, sort um, that out for a channel? If you're looking on Twitter and you've got like all like yeah. Yeah, the James Pierce will yeah, come up. Yeah. Go, like shit. There's no I'm way of sorting that. Just put think. a fucking channel on Sky. Not bad. It's not, well, yeah. You, It's not, you can get it through, you can get it with BT Sport. Like they offer it with BT Sport. I don't know if it's online only if they offer it on on BT TV, but then that's streaming. It's to do with, Chris explained to Dave multiple times, it's to do with the uh, conversion from a TV signal into 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 whatever you need to do to broadcast it on the internet. So it, that that is the, that's what causes the delay. But also it's a lottery of who you're going to get presenting and commentating for Prime. Hopefully we'll get Ali. Yeah, he's in the coast. He's, he yeah. think he's done all of our Prime games, hasn't he? We should we should like. get like Gabby Logan and and Ali, Ali McCoy and John Champion, but there was I was watching one last time they was on Prime and like Jim Rosenthal turned up like fucking Jim Rosenthal still going what the fucking fuck hell. Jesus yeah yeah Jim what's going on it's 2022 he's doing I'm the other game get... Dickie Davis <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Tony Gubber but he's fucking Des Lynam's turning up or something sorry. but yeah. Uh, that's the only. I I do like what they do with with. I mean, it's not fun if you if you having to go to the game, but I do like when they spread they sp- spread the games out throughout the the day, so you don't you know, you can watch you can watch more games. But yeah. that only works if we've won. If we've not won, I'm not interested in watching yeah. football for, until the next time we play. Where where the half five half aren't we? five aren't we? Yeah yeah yeah. 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 
It's all right, Chris. I got Christmas covered. Christmas Eve unboxing and Christmas Day. There's like there's a full slate of NFL games on Christmas Eve, and then there's there's more NFL games on Christmas Day and the NBA. So I'm all right. I've got my sport cut boxed off for Christmas. Yeah, the Americans I... give no shits about playing that sport on Christmas. That, that, that still blows my mind. That that they just play all the time. Fucking nuts over Christmas, like Christmas Day, be fuming, wouldn't you? The Christmas Day NBA is a tradition, isn't it? Like, it was yeah. like a big game. Yeah. They've got, I think it's five games on. Then, they again, they stagger them through the day. So, all the way East Coast through to West Coast. I think the, the late West... The late West Coast game on Christmas Day is a really good one. It's, it's uh, the Nuggets against somebody. Um, yeah, sounds really a, good. You don't even know yeah, who's know. fucking playing. <laughs> Hang on. I can't even remember. I couldn't even remember if Jota had played this season. You're asking me who's the... Who the West Coast game is on no, it's Christmas just You said Day it was really good, so I just assumed you must have known who was playing. I, if, and if you give me a second to remember, and by remember I mean Google. look it up, I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you it's um, <laughs> it's obvious. Ah, it's the it's it's the Suns, of course it is. Yes, the Nuggets Suns. Good game, though. Good Can't game. wait. Right. Well, I'm waiting to watch Chaser, so let's just put an end yeah. to this now. And then... it's twelve o'clock. It's Wordle time. I don't want to get distracted. So yeah. Yeah, you can't be having that debacle again. No. Right, okay, let's call it a night. And um, yeah, we'll be back after Villa. Uh, so thanks for listening and we'll catch you soon. The best word I can say but uh, will describe this was boom. <laughs> Ooh, what was this? It was really good.